Welcome to the Becoming Her Raw and Real podcast. I'm Joyce. And I'm Mary. And we are two widows on a mission to shatter the stigma of the good Christian girl. No topic is off limits. Our hope is to help women solidify their identity and self-worth in Christ and become women who not just survive, but flourish and change their world. Welcome back to part two of Social Rest. These have been so good. This book is amazing. Again, we've been talking out of Mm -hmm. Sacred Rest by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, and we are excited to share the part two of Social Rest. Let's look (laughs) at the science and research, my favorite part. Yes. Um, So studies show that people with strong relationships live longer, cope with stress better, and are overall healthier. I can't believe when I read that. I know. It said you are 50% more likely to not have an early death. Yes. Yeah. They studied over 300,000 people and found that the lack of strong relationships increases your risk for premature death over all causes by 50%. 50% people. That's half. That's kind of a lot. So we were made for connection. Mm-hmm. We were made for connection. And and it's hard when we've had hard connections, but we are going to have hard connections because we're all human and yeah. every everybody's hurt everybody. And, and it's like, but trying to find, you get healthy. Yeah. And it takes work. It does take work. Because you, it's a give yeah. and take. Yeah. And then it was talking about the mortality risk is greater than that caused by obesity and is similar to smoking one pack per a day. day. One pack a day of cigarettes. If you are not connecting socially, <laughs> you have pretty, the same might as well morbidity. Pick up right. <laughs> well, you're going to have the same morbidity rate. So if you're not, you're smoking and obese yes. and not connecting, then let's let's start let's start fresh. Yeah. Um. And it's just it's just showing the value of of connecting with other people. And mm-hmm. again, not the entire world. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be your best friend. Um, your social system not only helps when life knocks you over, but can lengthen the number of days. That's amazing. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Wow. So the quality of social connections significantly um, more than the quantity that we've been saying. Yes. So the quality, quality over if you quantity. have one best friend, mm-hmm. it's better than 20 casual yeah. people. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you know, because I know a lot of people say, well, I don't, I don't, I don't really have friends. I don't have someone that I trust in my life. Well, they also, um, she also talks about how it can be not necessarily these deep friendships, but they can also be, um, moments of social rest and brief interactions when you feel a connection to someone. Mm -hmm. So, and they, and she talks about joining a group at church, joining celebrate recovery, something that will allow you to connect with people who are like-minded, who can share their story, who you can relate to. Yeah. And how that can become a safe place for healing. Yeah. So all of these um, connections that add up to you mm-hmm. feeling satisfied in mm-hmm. your connection with other people. Mm-hmm. And so that's important, you know, grief share groups or yeah. abortion recovery yeah. or sexual abuse. Rec- I mean, all of that, because in that moment you mm-hmm. instantly know, okay, she understands. Right. And, and you so don't feel alone. You don't feel alone. Right. Because enemy likes to keep everything in the dark. Yeah. Keep it hidden. Don't speak that out. Um, otherwise, you know, people won't like you or wh- whatever the lies he's, you know, yeah. believing. But everything in the light allows for healing to come. A predator will attack his attack the prey when they are alone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, we read it in the Bible over yep. and over. Yeah. He's like a roaring lion waiting, just waiting to right. pounce. And we have to be intentional about not allowing ourselves to be isolated. Yes. 
Yeah. Because that that's when the enemy is going to come. Yeah. And having wise counsel, like I, mm-hmm. I've, I've shared and I've met with, I've been meeting with Bill Morris, um, his spiritual mentor, like twice a month since Ron died and continue, will continue to meet because he has poured so much mm. wisdom. And I was just thanking him yesterday and I was just like, thank you for being a constant in my life. Yeah. Um, even when you've said things that are hard mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. <laughs> but I yeah. knew his heart was right. Yeah. Um, but he was cheering me on and, and, and having somebody further along in their journey, having your, right. your peers, but also having wise counsel and then yes. having Kathy. I had uh, two counselors at the same time, you I was know, just thinking about um, and having her going through grief yeah. recovery or grief, yeah. whatever you want to call it, counseling. Um, that was huge. Mm-hmm. And so I think we shy away from that or we stop, we just do a little bit and we stop. And mm-hmm. so I'm just thankful by God's grace that I've just been given this gift of, mm-hmm. of Bill and being able to meet with him and not even realizing like, I, I'm going to keep this going as yeah. long as he'll keep talking with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, yeah. you know? So, so if you, if you're hearing this, learn this, if you don't learn anything else from Joyce and I, and I today is the fact that in the beginning, when we first started this journey with God, we took the risk mm-hmm. of making those connections with, with other people, building a, a, a tribe yeah. building relationships yeah. and it was scary at mm-hmm. first but because of the fact that they have proven to be faithful and that we can attest to everything that they talk about here the need for social connection and mm-hmm. how it brings us rest and how it can literally pick us up and and carry us through the hardest moments of our life that's why we keep doing it right that right it's not so scary anymore yeah and to have that know. connection because life's going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> so if yeah. the connections are already there, you have people that are holding you up. When there are days that I just was yes. like, I, I can't, this is too much. And they were like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, just like Moses, they held up his hands yes. when he couldn't. Um, and so who's holding up your arms? Who's next to yes. you? We need that. Yes. And do you have somebody that you can be completely honest with? Right. Because right. that's the most important thing. That is what can, that's what's going to help you build the type of connection that's going to bring you rest. Right. 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 So, um, so how do we apply this? How can oh, we Oh yeah. We this? should probably talk about that. <laughs> okay. So applying this is, is obviously easier said than done. I think because <laughs> right. we live in such a fast paced society, yeah. we talked about it before, you know, we, sometimes we don't even recognize that we're not making intentional connections Mm -hmm. with our children, with our spouse, with, you know, even just taking time away, taking time off from serving at church, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you kind of get stuck in this season. And if you're not careful, Mm -hmm. you're, it's, you're going to miss those connections and the relationship's going to start to fall apart. Right. And I think if we're, because so many people are so busy, right. They don't even have time for themselves. Yeah. So they don't even realize the lack of connection that's happening because they've got so many commitments and they're running 90 miles an hour. And I've said this a million times, one of the gifts of grief is margin. Yeah. And I've really been continuing to guard that. Mm -hmm. So it helps you um, because I'm not running 90 miles an hour and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm praying Holy Spirit help protect that. And there's seasons where that's going to change. But if there's a few days where I know I've put a lot on my plate, then I will very intentionally make sure those next days that I don't schedule too much. Right. Um, And only you can decide what's too much for you. Yeah. 
I know, but I've like, but it allows you to step back and go, I have time to make a dinner or mm-hmm. I have time to create this and give this to this person. It just, right. it makes you, right. because otherwise we're just too busy. Well, like you say all the time to me, it just takes a small shift, like small little decisions yes. here and there, because yes. it's overwhelming to think, oh my gosh, I'm now going to, you know, have to make this major change in my life. And I just don't know where I'm going to take this time from because I have all these things that I have to do. Well, guess what? When someone dies, like your spouse, (laughs) everything stops. Stops. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It, nothing else matters. Right. Right. So don't wait for something that is life altering for you to finally get real with your time management. Right. So we talk. And and just, this just came to me, maybe write down on a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. all of your, all of the things you are doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then look at each one of those. And is there something you can lay aside? Is there something that you set you can go, I need to step back from this and be okay with that? Mm -hmm. Because unless we evaluate and look and sometimes writing it down and seeing it on paper, well, no wonder I'm a hot mess. Oh my gosh, I did that. (laughs) I'm like, dang, who who said yes to all those things? (laughs) I do that. Yeah. yeah. No wonder my children are suffering. Well, it's just reevaluating. We got to reevaluate. Yes. Yeah. Our children are resilient. Thank you, Jesus. So here are three ways that you can begin to fix this rest deficit in your life where you can become more intentional and what's really going to feed these relationships. So the first thing is prioritizing face-to-face time. Mm So we have been so used to talking on the phone or sending text messages. I, for one, am such a text texter. Yeah. But I do, I value so much the face-to-face because if I don't give that person face-to-face time, it's going to be a superficial relationship because yeah. I'm usually texting and doing something else. Right. So if you are this person as well, I suggest downloading the Marco Polo app. Yeah. I push that on people all the time because that's how I connect over Wi-Fi face to face with people that live in all, all of my friends who are listening to this. You're probably shaking your head like, yeah, Mary forced me to do this, but it's so so worth it because there's something about being able to see someone's expressions, Mm -hmm. their face, what they're really going through, especially if you've worked on that relationship for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you know them. You can right. pick up on their body language. You can right. pick up on those things. You can't really do that through text or telephone. Mm-mm. Most of the time, it might start a fight because you you're like, well, you're taking that oh out of context. I mean, yeah, really, don't yeah, don't do a whole text thread where you, oh you need gosh. to have a conversation because there's a lot of inferring and tone that might not be there. That's so funny. I have a a, a friend who's probably listening who's like, I don't know. This is a conversation over face to face. We are not talking about this over the phone. <laughs> right, right. Um, become hands-free intentionally mm-hmm. when you're around the individuals that actually feed and mm-hmm. um, and help you feel rested, accepted, and at ease. So your family, your friends that actually bring you that social rest, it's so important to be present in those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I know growing up, like we didn't allow TV at dinner time. And then when the kids were old enough to have phones, no phones at the dinner table and no TV. Yes. And we tried to do it as many nights as we could because yeah. especially as they got older, their schedules got crazy, but as many nights and the, those are some of the best nights. And we did like, what was your high for the day? What was your mm-hmm. low? And just kind of talked and, um, and I still do, we still have family dinners, not you know as often because yeah. they're married and all that, but I still have them. And when the phones come out and the TV goes on, I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. we're not, no, 
No, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it might seem cheesy at first, but if you continue to do this over time, the walls start coming down and then you start getting real. And there might be a day where you actually listen to your child for the first time because they're so used to having these, this, this space to be free. Yeah that it might not happen at be, in the beginning, but what an amazing opportunity to be able to be present with our kids and to hear them. And just around the dinner table, like mm-hmm. open up your table. Mm-hmm. Don't worry if it's not a beautiful table when yeah. the house isn't decorated. There's something that powerful when we break bread together, when mm-hmm. you have a meal, like Ron's sister came in for Sydney's shower and we sat in the dining room because my family room table doesn't have enough chairs. So we went to the dining room, taco bar, um, and we sat there for a couple hours and just mm-hmm. talked. Yeah. Nobody had phones. We were just talking. Yeah. And there's something that happens around the dinner table. And mm-hmm. so maybe just see if you can open up your table to a few friends or so have good. a meal. Our small group will do that. We call it the celebration table, my yeah. dining room table, because it's big enough to fit everybody. <laughs> um, but it's like, no, that's our celebration table where mm-hmm. we just take time and we'll just stop the study and we'll bring food and we'll just talk. Yeah. And there's just something powerful about, about that. About breaking bread. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, Jesus modeled it for us. He did. So it's what he's doing. Right, right. (laughs) Okay, so that was number one. Prioritize face-to-face time with your people to experience that closeness and continue to to grow in that comfort in the in the relationship. So turn off the TV and your laptop and your phones and 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 look at somebody directly into their eyes because it's a form of intimacy. So we need to yeah. develop the intimacy with each other and overcome all of those conflicts face to face because that is what is going to allow us to connect deeper and deeper and and be that rest for for one another. Right. So Number one. Number two is listen and learn. This is probably my favorite line. (laughs) I laughed out loud. In the whole (laughs) book. And I'm just going to read it. It says, if most of your time with your closest relationships involve you talking, consider shutting up and listening. (laughs) My friends are laughing at me right now. Because I go off on lots of tangents. I'm just a very passionate person with ideas. It's okay. It's okay. But, you know, but just like, just look through your relationships and it's like are you spending more time talking than the other person and that's that happens and I think when you're in hard seasons naturally that's going to be more I think back to my small group and so grateful for them but um yeah but if that's the 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 basis of your relationship right Right. you might need to shut up and listen (laughs) I feel so sorry for my friends when I was younger I'm like can you just listen to all of my problems and, oh, you want to talk about you? Okay, let's let's plan another day to talk about you. <laughs> I'm tired. I just oh, unloaded all my I stuff. I know. <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah. I'm so thankful for the friendships that have survived all of these things, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And I'm still working on it. I'm a work in progress, everybody. Yep. So listen and learn. Um, yes. When you give others a chance to talk, it provides an opportunity to learn. Yes. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Through their transparency, you can see yourself more clearly you become Mm. aware of the similarities in life that we all experience like pain loss disappointment and fear so Mm. in that truth and in those similarities you realize that you're not alone in a lot of the stuff that you're experiencing which removes the power of the enemy over us right because that's the lie yeah you're alone nobody understands you everybody rejects you or not you know maybe not to that extreme but that nobody gets it right nobody can understand this pain yeah the chances are it might not be exact just like again both of us being widows Mm -hmm. different but there is a similarity and understanding that we get with each other yeah so 
Yeah. So, so learn to listen better. Yeah. I'm so thankful for the people in my life who are really good listeners mm -hmm. because yep. then it makes me feel guilty and I'm like, wow, I really need to listen more. Right. And that's, and that's the thing too, is like when you do the right thing and, and this is kind of going off on a tangent, but just because someone else doesn't agree with you, whenever you set the example and you model that behavior, mm -hmm. it inspires other people to do the same because right. then they, they, they feel the consequence of, of, oh, this feels good or this makes me feel accepted or, right. or this is a good feeling that that the person, whatever they're doing, however they're responding to me, it's just a, a learned behavior through modeling, right? Yeah. So yeah, anyway, tangent. Okay. Number three, nurture your need to connect. This is <laughs> what we talk about. Yes. All the time. Yes. To rest is an active, restorative, uh, and re relational thing. Mm -hmm. So find your tribe, the people that you feel naturally connected to, and you will find an endless source of social rest. Mm -hmm. So this is where we talk about joining a group. Yes. I know at our church, they're constantly like, get plugged in, get connected, always, get plugged always. in, get connected, do life with others. Don't be alone. Right. And especially because our, our church is a big church, mm -hmm. um, but you can be in a small church and not connected. You yeah. just slip in and slip out. And yeah. the only way, and there's no way you can be fully known just on mm -hmm. a Sunday morning. Yeah. And that is, that is where we found our connection for the last 20 something years is getting in small group and serving. Yes. And serving. <laughs> and serving. Because the chances are, if you are you pick where you're serving, they have the same heart for whatever that thing is. Yeah. Then yeah. there's already an instant connection. Yeah. And then in your small group, then there's even more ability to connect in a deeper, yes. in a deeper way. And not only that, but you are not an outsider anymore. Right. You right. kind of become, over time, you're, you're, be you're becoming a part of the family. Yes. Which means that now when you are taking a step to to become, not only are you going to be surrounded by people who value your service and, and what you bring to the table, but you're going to be able to see how much that you're valued and that you value what they're doing as well. You right. become a part of the mission, yeah. which gives you significance, you know, yeah. which makes you feel full. And it's, we talked about this earlier, God, there's so many layers mm -hmm. in, in making the right choices with your life every single day. It's not just for us. It's not just for our benefit. There are so many people that benefit from the decisions that we make every single moment of our life. Right. And being a child of God, being a daughter of, of, of God, it's walking that out, no matter how hard it is, it is so worth it. It is. It is. I mean, yeah. And it takes time and it's a process. And, and I've said this too, is like at, at Ron's service, we didn't even realize what we were building over the last 20 something years. We were just Somebody said, you need to serve. And I'm like, okay, we should serve. Now mm -hmm. let's get in a small. So over the years, this huge community that was waiting for us, that was already there, that I didn't really intention. I need to build a huge community so that when I go yeah. through, it just, it just naturally was there mm -hmm. and people naturally came forth yeah. and helped because there was, it was already that connection through my small groups, through Ron's small groups, my kids connection, Ron mm -hmm. and I together, his work, my, I mean, it was just like. Yeah all of this beautiful foundation and it's what God intended. And it starts with being present. Yes. Being authentic mm -hmm. and building those connections, you know, authentically and, and allowing people in. Right. To get to know you. Right. Even though you might not know the outcome of this relationship, 
I don't know. I just, you know, it's, it's, right. you have to, you have to take the risk. You do. And, and guess what? If you go to the first small group and doesn't work, it's okay to that. Cause sometimes we go, well, that didn't work. Cause I'm not doing any small groups. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. like, well, no, that just wasn't the right small group. Yeah. Um, and just find wherever church you might be at or, um, whatever social place that you can have that connection. Right. Um, then you, you do life together, you know? Girls, you need to yep. find a woman in your life that is going to pick out the lettuce in your teeth and and tell yes. you when you have a long random hair growing out of your cheek. Yes, that's a true friend. <laughs> that's a true friend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm telling you what, like it, it, there is so much laughter, but so much peace in having that kind of a relationship with somebody. It is. It's, just, it's because God designed us for that. And yeah. so when we find it and when we've taken those time yeah. and, you know, only you can know the right amount of social interaction that you need because some are more introverted mm-hmm. some are extra some recharge by themselves some recharge with people mm-hmm. um, knowing that about yourself then then you can find that connection so we hope that you've enjoyed um, it today and understood social rest maybe some things that the Holy Spirit has quickened yes you that you will take the risk of being known Yes. You are worthy to be known yes. and, um, you, you are not meant to do life alone. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we hope that this will compel you mm-hmm. to get involved and to yeah. take a risk, take a risk, step out Yep, because we need each other girls we do. and it's amazing yep. whenever we have someone to, to it's fall back It's a beautiful on. thing. Mm-hmm. So we love you girls. Hey, we're here for you. We are. You want us to pick stuff out of your teeth? We will. <laughs> Just send us a message. Say, hey, check my teeth. Check my teeth. And we will. We love you, girls. We'll see you next week for Sensory Rest. Yes. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be good. All right. Right. See ya. Bye. Bye.